Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I appreciate all of you hanging out with me. A lot to get to, a bunch of different stories percolating out there, but I want to say right off the top, if you're in Virginia, 50 free dollars to you if you go to fanduel.com slash clay. It's easy. Spread the love event. You can't lose. Game is on Sunday. Wizards are going to be like plus 150 points. All you have to do is go to fanduel.com slash clay. Also, Tennessee, Michigan, Virginia, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, West Virginia, Colorado, New Jersey, uh, and Pennsylvania, up to $1,000 free, no risk bet, if you go sign up today at fanduel.com slash clay. Also, if you're in another state, As soon as your state goes live, you'll get an email. You'll be ready to go. Why not go ahead and pre-register now at fanduel.com slash clay. All right, we got a lot to dive into. Uh, I want to start off here uh, with Tom Brady drunken Tampa Bay celebration. I loved every minute of it. I loved the Lombardi trophy toss. I loved uh, the potential uh, of uh, Chris Godwin's phone getting dropped. In the, uh, in the river there. Uh, I loved everything about it. I particularly loved drunk Tom Brady. And a question for you guys out there. You can pop in the comments. Let me know what you think. I can't think of an athlete that has used social media better than Tom Brady to change his image in a positive way. Because if you remember back during the Brady-Manning days, Brady was the inaccessible sort of iron-faced No one really knew what he was like. He didn't talk to the media. He didn't have much of a personality. Peyton Manning was the everyman selling pizza, selling insurance, whatever it was. Peyton Manning was the guy you would rather have a beer with, the funny guy hosting Saturday Night Live. And Tom Brady was this guy that you really couldn't connect with. Incredibly good looking, married to a supermodel, uh, plays for Bill Belichick, sort of the evil empire of the NFL. And about three or four years ago, maybe it's been five years now, he and his social media team started to work to put out a new version of Tom Brady. And I got to tell you, I love this version of Tom Brady. Brady looked like every 43-year-old dad on uh, Wednesday who gets to go out with his buddies to drink one day a year, right? Uh, I'm not sure that Tom Brady had one alcoholic drink during the entirety of the football season. You get out in the Florida sun, you have a bunch of drinks with your buddies, it can get to you fast and that video of stumbling Tom Brady made me like him that much more. And if you take a step back and think about it, what typically is attractive to people is humanizing them. I would argue this. People like Tom Brady more for being drunk and tossing the Lombardi Trophy than they do for going to a 10th Super Bowl and winning a 7th. It is our flaws, our imperfections that make people love us. A lot of people don't realize that. 
So they hide their flaws. They hide their imperfections. Really, that's why people come to love you. It's not because of your talents. Everybody can see that. Talents make you different than everybody else. It is your flaws that reinforce a common humanity and also a sense of humor. And so Tom Brady stumbling uh, the tweet that he sent out I don't know anybody who wasn't impressed by that. By the way, props to the state of Florida for figuring out a way to have a championship celebration on those boats like they did. So speaking of Florida have you seen the reports that Joe Biden's administration is considering a domestic travel restriction and or ban to the state of Florida. This is absolute insanity. This is one of the reasons why I voted for Donald Trump because I have been afraid and I told you this is not Monday morning quarterbacking I have been afraid of the draconian restrictions that the Joe Biden administration may well try to put into place because of COVID. Domestic travel restrictions make no sense. Let me give you an example on this for a minute by the way. This is international travel restrictions. I am scheduled to fly to Mexico on Tuesday. I will be in Mexico all next week with my wife. I hope the weather's going to be fantastic. I can't wait to get down there. In order to travel to Mexico I don't have to take a COVID test. But in order to come back into the United States from Mexico I do have to take a COVID test. This is interesting because the people who are illegally coming across the border right now are not being tested for COVID and they are being released into the nation when they cross the border on foot. So let me ask you a question here. How do you have to pass a COVID test in order to get on an airplane if you're a United States citizen but you don't have to pass a COVID test if you are illegally entering the country from Mexico. Think about that for a minute. Next week I am going to be in Mexico flying into Mexico no COVID test. In order to return from Mexico to the United States I, an American citizen have to pass a COVID test but anyone who is sneaking into the country and coming across the border according to reports is not being required to pass a COVID test before they are being often released into the country. Does that make any sense to anyone out there? Doesn't to me. But the larger context here is we can't start restricting domestic travel. I believe of every governor of a major state in the country Ron DeSantis has done the best job. Governor of Florida. Way better than New York. Way better than California. Texas Governor Abbott has also done a very good job. But if you look at the unemployment rate in Florida which is substantially lower than New York and California and lower than Texas and if you also look at the per capita death rate despite the fact that Florida has the highest number of senior citizens in the country the state of Florida has a below average per capita death rate in the country and among major states it is the lowest. Now a couple of other things that I think are significant about the job that Governor Ron DeSantis has done. He has also used the data better than any other governor that I'm aware of to ensure that in Florida they are giving the vaccine primarily to senior citizens those age 65 or older who are under the most risk of dying of COVID and I should say dying with COVID such that today I saw Ron DeSantis say that 35% 
of all Florida senior citizens 65 and up have already received the COVID vaccine. As Florida is vaccinating their senior citizens the number of people dying with COVID should diminish substantially so long as those vaccines are effective because again the people who are dying of COVID by and large are much more elderly than the average age in the population. I think this is all a joke that it would even be contemplated but I give props to Ron DeSantis Marco Rubio among others for firing back at the idea of this travel ban. And by the way your boy here has a place in Florida and I can guarantee you they're not going to stop me from being able to drive down to my home in Florida if I desire or my family desires to go down there. That's the entire point of having property rights. You're not going to shut down state borders. This is all insanity. Joe Biden and his administration should be called out to the nth degree for even having the idea at all. Okay? Uh, Super Bowl is over. There are, in my opinion, five teams that can look at Tampa Bay and think to themselves we could be the next Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That is, they are a quarterback away from winning a championship and I have ranked them in order that I believe they could win a championship. If you are an NFL fan and you can share in the comments who you think those teams are in order, here are the five teams that are a quarterback away from winning a championship. The Saints. Look, I don't know what's going to happen with Drew Brees but the Saints have to decide between Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, other free agents maybe trading, drafting. The Saints are, I think, the most complete team right now outside of quarterback. Colts. Phillip Rivers retires. Jacoby Brissett's a free agent. Doesn't look like Andrew Luck is going to come back. Colts are the second best team in terms of being able to contend for a championship. I've got the Bears in the third spot. Chicago Bears. The whole Mitch Trubisky era has been a disaster. They may be trying to make a move for Carson Wentz. Same could be true for the Colts. I'm not sure he's the answer but the Bears are the next best team that is a quarterback away. Washington football team they won seven games despite playing four different players at the quarterback position. They've already moved on from Dwayne Haskins after two years. Are they going to go into the draft? Are they going to try to make a trade move? Uh, The Washington football team Chase Young studs on the defensive side of the ball. They are really, really good defensively. I don't think they're that far away from being able to contend for a Super Bowl run. And then in the fifth spot I have got the New England Patriots. We don't know what Bill Belichick is going to do with Cam leaving theoretically with Jared Stidham with all the different moving parts that could be in play there. Uh, To me those are the five teams right now that could be the 2021 version of Tampa Bay. Bring in a new quarterback and you can make a run to the Super Bowl uh, and make a big move in the process. Russell Wilson called out the Seattle Seahawks. I'm surprised by this and let me explain why. I'm not sure there's a head coach in America in the NFL right now who has stood behind his starting quarterback better than Pete Carroll has stood behind Russell Wilson. I know that they haven't had the success in the postseason of late that they would have hoped to have had but the idea that Russell Wilson is in some way creating drama given what he is being paid and more importantly given the fact that Pete Carroll stood up to Richard Sherman and Michael Bennett and the Legion of Boom and said to those guys this team's leader is Russell Wilson not you guys on the defensive side of the ball. 
And then Russell Wilson comes out and basically says that he is unhappy. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, And if I were Pete Carroll or I was a part of the Seahawks organization, I would not be happy with Russell Wilson going public with those elements of unhappiness. I just wouldn't. Doesn't make a lot of sense uh, to me. Uh, All right, a couple of different uh, fun stories here. Did you see the Texas mom who lit up the alleged peeping Tom outside of her house? I was, uh, like, I watched the tackle head up, led right into it, took him up top, didn't try to give him a chance to, to run away, didn't give him a chance to jump over the tackle. You need to go watch this if you haven't already. A woman in Texas believes that she caught a man trying to spy in on her 15-year-old daughter an alleged peeping Tom. Rather than allow him to run away she went outside and she tackled him for authorities. Picture perfect form. It's going viral. It's up on OutKick. Salute Texas mom. That is probably a high school football coach's daughter or someone who has studied the fine art of tackling in her life. It was absolutely fantastic. The opposite of fantastic. I haven't watched The Mandalorian yet. I know a lot of you probably have watched The Mandalorian because it is wildly popular right now on Disney+. Plus. My wife and my youngest son have watched it and they absolutely loved it. And, uh, and so a big part of The Mandalorian is a star named uh, Gina Carano who is on The Mandalorian. She has been uh, fired by Disney for sharing on Instagram Jews were beaten in the streets not by Nazi soldiers but by their neighbors even by children because history is edited most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? Now, is that a perfect encapsulation of world history uh, on social media? No. Look, I doubt that Gina Carano is an expert when it comes to world history or totalitarianism or any of those things. And it doesn't necessarily stand to reason that you would expect her situation to be ridiculous. Uh, But the bigger issue is here Pedro Pascal who is also a Disney employee and I believe he works on the show back in 2018 shared a hashtag that said this is America and it compared kids trying to come across the border with Nazi German uh, concentration camp victims. Nothing happened to him at all. Did he get any punishment? No. In fact, he's able to continue uh, to be on The Mandalorian as a star. Terry Moran or Moran I'm not sure how you pronounce it works at ABC which is owned by Disney. He said and I quote and I'm reading here Trump has ultimate power over the GOP like a Fuhrer. So basically he compared uh, Donald Trump to Adolf Hitler nothing at all happens to him. Disney still employs a guy named Jack Morrissey he's a producer he put on Twitter MAGA kids go screaming hats first into the wood chipper and then there is a graphic of kids being put into the wood chipper 
uh, who might happen to be Donald Trump supporters. Also, they initially fired and then brought back James Gunn to be the host, uh, to be the, uh, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and James Gunn had an entire litany of tweets that were far more offensive than anything uh, that uh, Gina Carano said. My point here is pretty straightforward and I want you to listen to me closely. Cancel culture is wrong. It shouldn't exist. The idea that we spend all this time on social media looking to Twitter or looking to Facebook or looking to Instagram or anywhere else and trying to find something that we don't like and deciding to cancel someone because it offends our current sensibilities that is 100% wrong. It's modern day McCarthyism with a social media tent because what it encourages people to do is not say what they actually believe it stifles the marketplace of ideas. Okay? So if you believe as I do that cancel culture is wrong even worse than cancel culture is one-way cancel culture where if you have conservative beliefs on any subject like Gina Carano you are able and immediately fired for them but if you have left-wing or liberal beliefs you can say far worse and there are no consequences for what you say. This artificially distorts what the marketplace of ideas actually represents which should be a battle for the best ideas to win. That's the entire concept of the marketplace of ideas. So I believe that Disney is wrong. More importantly if they had any soul whatsoever Disney's not just wrong because of the cancel culture embrace here but also because they aren't applying their own rules consistently. In other words this is clear content based discrimination as opposed to actually applying an even rule across the board they are flawed in their uh, analysis here and cancel culture only moves in one direction it isn't applied evenly as a precedent across the board. Again I oppose cancel culture period but you certainly can't use cancel culture and only apply the rules when it is the opposite of your own political opinions and argue that you are in any way making the world remotely a better place. Speaking of cancel culture one of the guys who is the exact opposite of cancel culture and frankly one of my heroes in the First Amendment space and it's no surprise that I'm wearing this right now is Larry Flint. Larry Flint was the publisher of Hustler and won an important Supreme Court victory Uh, in a case that was made into a movie when he was sued I believe it was by Jerry Falwell I can't remember exactly uh, who was the uh, religious leader who sued him so if I'm wrong about that uh, apologies but basically the premise is what is the standard for public figure speech going to be uh, and how are we going to read the First Amendment? Are we going to read it expansively Or are we going to read it in a narrow fashion? In other words, how is defamation law going to be applied? Uh, How is slander which is spoken and how is uh, is defamation going to be applied as well? Uh, This was from an ad in the uh, the Hustler magazine 
which was making fun of the supposed first time. Back in the day, there was a liquor that, that talked about the first time you had it and it was supposed to sound like the first time you had had sex. Uh, it was a pretty funny uh, concept for an ad, uh, risque, uh, back in the day. And so uh, Larry Flint built out the idea that the first time that, uh, that, that I believe it was Falwell was having sex was, in fact, I need to look it up to make sure that I get the, uh, to make sure that I get the, the guy right. Um, and, uh, and Larry Flint died at the age of 78. Uh, again, Hustler Magazine's founder. Um, and if you are a First Amendment absolutist like I am, then it's important the wins that he got over the years are, uh, are incredibly important. And I'm just making sure right now uh, who, exactly the, uh, who exactly the battle was fought with um, to, uh, to ensure that I get this right. Uh, but, uh, but the larger context is uh, this is one of the all-time uh, leaders in the First Amendment uh, trial. And so uh, <laughs> People versus Larry Flint, I would encourage you to, to read. And it was a court battle uh, with uh, Jerry Falwell. Here's the deal. The guy who represents everything the exact opposite of cancel culture is Larry Flint. And this is what I don't think a lot of people have recognized. Larry Flint used to be a liberal hero. Now, ironically, the world has twisted around to such a degree that the biggest defenders of First Amendment speech are right-wing people, not left-wing. The left-wing is trying to cancel speech. New York Times had an editorial today. I read it and I was like, my God, this is unbelievable, arguing that Fox News should be shut down. We have entered into a world where we've come full circle. And I don't want to sound like I'm on true detective, but time is a flat circle in many ways. And we have moved in the space of one generation, think about this, from a universe where somebody like Bill Maher was being canceled for saying that terrorists weren't cowards to now the cancel culture is coming for people uh, for their connection for not being in any way uh, uh, anti-patriotism enough. It's really, really fascinating to see how we have ended up where we have. And the left wing in this country has somehow ended up with more in common with China than they have with liberal conceits of First Amendment protections. Because usually, remember, the people who want to fight for the First Amendment the hardest are minority groups because the majority is what ends up shutting them down. It's just, I mean, it's utterly fascinating to think about where the law has gone since I started law school to where we are right now marinating on a daily basis in constant cancel culture. Finally, the NBA. The NBA we talked about yesterday has allowed now the national anthem to be played but yesterday in an unbelievable connection the NBA celebrated the Chinese New Year on the same day the debate was out there about whether or not the national anthem should be played at American sporting events. And there's an interesting bill that has now been introduced in the state of Texas that says if you're a public facility 
that is receiving state dollars, which certainly the Dallas Mavericks are, that in order to host an event in a public venue, you would have to play the national anthem before that event begins. Now, I don't necessarily know that that law is appropriate. Um, I would have to read the bill. But I do think it's very interesting given how much money the state government would have given to the Dallas Mavericks over the years for Mark Cuban, who I don't believe owns every different method in which uh, his, uh, his facility is, uh, is built and, uh, and shared where the Dallas Mavericks play. I don't believe he thought through the results to his actions very well. I think it was a rash and stupid move. He tried to defend it by saying, well, nobody had even noticed. That's because there hadn't been any fans present until this week. And suddenly several fans said, wait a minute, they didn't play the national anthem. Yes, when the arena is empty and television doesn't cover it, a lot of people would not know that the national anthem was playing. I think what Mark Cuban did was cowardly. I think he was trying to avoid alienating his audience. And I think he alienated even more of them than he might have realized. All right. I love all of you. Thursday edition of the show is in the books. I'll be live tomorrow uh, breaking down everything in the world of sports 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. Going to be live in about an hour on FS1 with Fox Bet Live, my daily television show. Uh, in the meantime, go sign up. FanDuel.com slash Clay. Virginia, Michigan, Tennessee, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, West Virginia, Colorado, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. You should sign up just because I remembered those 10 right off the top of my head. FanDuel.com slash Clay. $50 free if you sign up today in Virginia. Up to $1,000 no-risk bet. FanDuel.com slash Clay. This has been Outkick the Show. Appreciate all y'all. d unless you need to ask back.